Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Monet Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Today, we discussed Bob's doppelganger, Juanita Bynum. We discussed fame. And we find out what made Prophetess Bob the Drag Queen say this. We're Paul throwing up gang signs and shit. And we found out what made Deacon Monet Exchange say this. I bet you, I, I bet you she fucking TikToking better than you. I bet you showed up late. Yeah, we, we, we've, been, we've been waiting for you a lot of times too, boo. I don't know how that, that's the case, but go ahead. Ask Mitch. Mitch and I have had many conversations sitting here waiting for your sorry ass. Now, Mitch, do you feel like you have ever Mitch, been waiting for Mitch, I did particularly, there was a time that you and I were sitting here and I was like, is this bitch ever going to come? One time. So, so, Mitch, I'm just asking. No, do you it's feel about like, three times. Do you feel like you've ever been sitting here with me and be like, wow, is Monet going to show up or not? Do you feel like this ever happened, Mitch? Like, do you feel like it happened like, like today or maybe like maybe the last time we filmed or? The last time you're not waiting. What are you talking about? Mitch, do you remember? Mitch, if you drunk, the last podcast. Well, let Mitch you answer. I'm going to stop talking and let Mitch answer. How about that? Mitch, do you, does, okay. that, does that sound familiar to you, Mitch? Thank you. Mitch, no, he fools shit. But first of all, on the, the call, last because podcast. Because on the call before this, you, me and Mitch were literally like, not two times in a row, Monet being late, but go off, sis. Also, not to mention Bob, you. Bob, you're making. Not to mention well, you, you and your phony, um, this bitch, your phony this little. Bitch. No, no, I no, I have the floor. I'm I'm speaking, Mr. <laughs> Vice President. I'm speaking. Um, not to mention which you are fully giving first lady vice. I don't know what this look is. I said Bob has matured forty years since he moved he, to LA. What jealous. is this look? And not to mention, um, I went back through uh, the one about black media, looking for all these comments of people saying Bob knows nothing about black culture. Literally, not one. Literally not one. The only comment I saw was Bob. You're mixing up two Michael Jackson music videos. You said that, there were just also, so and many. Also, and also the Christopher Wallace. Uh, Chris, I don't know who you're talking about. You you were calling Tupac Christopher Wallace in the fan or something like that. The I didn't. Like, that Bob, did not. You, you just yes. made that up. I did not call oh Tupac Shakur Christopher Wallace. Not literally Tupac, but you mixed. So, so you what mixed is it? So what is it? Also, I also want to say one someone, thing. You call Arcia someone takes Wallace. me back, and Arcia said I have never used the term a spot. So you said you and your circle, but not me or peppermint or or Tamika and also you said no it's me Arcia and then this other guy but then Arcia was like not me so when you say you and your circle you mean you and one other person whose number you won't give me so I can confirm whether or not they say this because I'm doing the Bob thing I don't just give people's people's numbers out well then can you text them for us and show us the screen grabs I will text them so so I just want to ask when you say you and your circle what you meant was you and this one other person that we don't have access to no, my friend, Bob, Bob just this is Arcia not your friend. I have, Bob, Bob hey, this may, You said Arcia says it. I text Arcia. Arcia said, I ain't never said that shit in my life. Arcia, I mean, maybe she hasn't. So, uh, my question is when are you going to acknowledge that you made up a spot being about the. Uh, I did not make up a spot. We, we, we will let our fans sign off if they've ever heard of the a spot and it referring to the man's demands. Okay, quote unquote, the last thing I'll say about we'll it. The, the last thing I'll listeners. say about this. This was the, this was the journey about the a spot. 
First, you said it was Urban Dictionary. We looked it up on Urban Dictionary, and it was like, actually, no. Then you said it was your circle. You said, well, not Kamika, not you, not Arcia, not Peppermint. When I say me and my circle, I mean me I did not this say not Kamika. I did not say not Kamika. I never said not Peppermint either. You did you say not Kamika. I said, I said, let me text that Kamika. That is not true. So, That's so, not true. So can I text Kamika now, then? You can text Kamika, yes, if you want. Is she, is she going to confirm the A spot story? I don't know. We should call her. <laughs> Monet, can you just admit that you, 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 this is one that you just, you take the L, Monet. Here, take, here, take, grab it. <laughs> Reach out and grab that right L. Now. Just grab it. It's an L. Just <laughs> oh, you're holding your hand out. <laughs> can you please talk to, talk to us about this cloak and this hair? Well, I'm doing some um, videos <laughs> for, this is the hair oh, that bitch. Naomi lent me. <laughs> For um, I know for uh by Zach Killian, and when we did our thing together, when I wore the dress that I paid for with my own money, um, and uh-huh. that you stole from me, the the and design this continue is, uh, a cloak that I'm wearing because it's very comfortable and it's just a poncho, and I wanted to be comfortable for this video because Word. you caused me Why so much you- discomfort. In- <laughs> Why are you in drag? Oh, because I'm going to do... I have to shoot some videos for um, for me in Alaska. No, it's not just me in Alaska. It's a lot of the girls over at PG are doing a big New Year's Eve. All right, yeah. yeah. Guns. And I have like, to do like a little bit of like sketch here and there. Um, and I have to do a video after this. So I was like, and I'm going to do some more cameos. I was going to do... Which, by the way, you are so shady because you joined Cameo. I asked you to use my reference code and you did not. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I, I'll put your stupid reference code, Bob. Jesus Christ. I know that you need the money, so I'll yeah, definitely do yeah, that for I, you, baby. Yeah, I, need, I don't know about you. Maybe you don't need money. I do need money. I'm a person who <laughs> who uses money in my, literally in my everyday life. I don't know what uh, hippie commune you live on where y'all don't use currency, but over here in we Los don't. Angeles, we use, we, use, we use currency. We use pieces of gum as our currency here in New York City. So y'all all heard it. Monet does not need money. So are you now signing off that I can take all of the Patreon and and we can and, and the YouTube AdSense and you can just do Sylvan Robbery for fun because you don't need money? You know what, Bob? I love you so much. I'll, if you need it, I got you, baby. We'll we'll make it work for you. I'll, I, I, if you need it, I got you. I'm here for you. I want to support you as best as I can. Hashtag verbal contract, Monet. Let me tell you right now, from, from the bottom of my heart and all the way down to my A spot, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> how was your day what'd you do today what did i do today today oh my god i just there's so many zoom meeting things i literally just lose track of which one happened when but i did like three zoom things today and i also had to go get a new phone today and then i also got food from one of my favorite restaurants in new york city capelli have you ever had capellia is it Italian? No, it's look. Look at Mitch. Mitch is like literally a tear is forming. It's so good. It's like a, it's a, it's a Colombian, I think, or something Latin American. It says like a paella. I was thinking like that. Yeah, it's such good food. It's like a twenty four hour spot on Fourteenth Street, and I, I was down there by the Apple Store down there, or maybe it's Cuban. Yeah, maybe it's Cuban. Yeah, I don't know much about. Um food places. I mean, I, I don't have a terribly refined palate. I usually, I mean, you, you know this, I used to eat um, sausage, egg, and Don't cheese on a pizza. croissant. Well, I used to eat, every day I would eat sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant like two or three times a day when I used to live at, uh, at uh, on Amsterdam. Nine, four or five Amsterdam. I mean, mm-hmm. sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant, which everyone talks about, that's why I know I'm not a New Yorker because I didn't do bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. I did sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant uh, from Chogi. You remember Chogi? I remember Chogi. Also, that's that, that that's that shit that you just hear. That's not true. New Yorkers eat bacon, egg, and cheese on a on a on a roll. That's that, that's oh, on a, a New roll. Is that what not, it was? Yeah. Sorry, I'm not I'm not a New Yorker. Yeah. But I, but I did love. There's this one girl online because there was this thing like, uh, show me you're from New York without saying I'm from New York, and then it cut to this black girl. She was like, Yo, stop it. Stop with all this fucking bacon, egg, and cheese shit. That's not what the fuck New York is. You're not from New York. You moved here two years ago from Iowa, and then you got your ass kicked by the city. That's what's happened when you moved to the city. You moved to New York City, it beats the fuck out of you, it steals your money, and you be broke as fuck. I saw that. That's what the fuck New York City is. And I was like, honestly, that is what... (laughs) That is it really is. Um, and there's just so many people. And we all, I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but like during the pandemic, like so many people were leaving the city. 
lots of people like in their fucking like really nice apartments up on the Upper West Side or whatever. They're like, New York City is dead. I'm leaving. I'm like, New York City is not dead. Yeah, Megan McCain. Megan McCain was like, my home is a is a hellscape. What she say? What she said? Yeah. My neighborhood looks like a tw- third a war world zone. country. A war zone. A war zone. And her neighbor was yeah. like, um, actually. Yeah, and I'm like, millions of people here are still living, are still thriving. So if you if, if it's dead for you, you little Hell's Kitchen gay, bye, bon voyage, get out of here, bitch. Like we don't need you. I mean, this is uh, uh, interesting for someone who just recently moved to LA. But I will say that when I lived in New York City for the bulk of the pandemic, I lived there until October. Um, it I, I did not experience this deadness that people were talking about. I remember when you, when you go outside, there were a lot of people going on social distance walks. Some people not going on social distance walks. Like when you went to the park that one day and everyone was just French kissing on the, uh, oh. in central, in central park, breathing in each other's mouths and shit. But, um, other than that, I mean, I, I, New York City will always be, um, home for me. That's why I feel about Atlanta yeah. too. Like now that I, like, now that I, like, I mean, I have not lived in Atlanta for almost, oh my God, I haven't lived in Atlanta since 2004. So I've not lived in Atlanta for 16 years now, but it's still my home. Oh my God, you're so old, Bob. Ew. Oh, you nigga, you right around the corner. If if if, if I'm if I'm <laughs> bending the corner, bitch, your ass is right down the block, Miss Thing. If I'm if I'm on 16th Street, you're on uh 15. Okay. You, you know how the one train goes between 14 and 18th Street? I always thought that was the weirdest thing that the one train. <laughs> No, all oh, because back in the day there used to be um, a hospital there. I, yeah, I remember. I remember when I moved to New York City, that hospital was there, and now it's the fucking condos, yeah. which is so crazy. I always wanted to. I mean, I can't do it. Someone who's really fast should do it. But like, get off the train at 18th Street and run and try to get back on the train at 14th Street. Oh no, nigga, you should do it because that would be comedy. <laughs> and let's see you do it, bitch. <laughs> you should do it. That shit will be that will be a viral clip. Yo ass. <laughs> what the fuck you kiki and cuckooing about over there? <laughs> I just get you're giving me very deaconess Juanita Bynum. Do you, do you, do you know do you know who um Juanita Bynum is? A gospel singer? No, she's a a pastor who had some a very uh uh little checkered past but you look like a spitting image of Juanita Bynum right now Juanita no I don't know a lot about the church people I mean I know about the Atlanta church scene like Creflo Dollar she's from I'm pretty pretty sure she's from Atlanta all the black diggers you remember Creflo Dollar Oh girl, me you mean you mean um Creflo Creflo steal your dollars? Creflo girl, Creflo steal your dollars, girl. <laughs> girl. You look like Juanita buying them down. I'm like, oh God, is she is about to prophesy? I'm like, hey, I'm on day <laughs> on tonight. <laughs> you look like Juanita Yes, you do. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Listen, I went back and listened to, if anyone who is uh, just tuning into our podcast recently, I really strongly encourage you to go back and listen to the episode about black media. I went to listen to it today because of what you said. I was like, let me look at these things. But girl, when it got to that part where you did that fucking book report at the end, when I, it's it's legit. One of the funniest things that's ever been on this, <laughs> on this podcast. Yes. You're so ridiculous. Also, I'm going to listen to it again. And I remember being annoyed because you just made up this, you made up this whole thing. I was like just reading it like I would no. anything else. I did not sound like a book report. You just did a thing and then it became a um, thing. I- <laughs> <laughs> My and- name is Monet Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> we had so much fun doing this report. I, when you were in school, did you do like, were you the kid who actually did a lot of the work? Were you the one who never put in work? Were you somewhere in the middle? No, in I was always challenges. like, it, I was in, I'm so fucking drag race, not group challenges, in group projects. <laughs> um, um, I was, I was, I would always be somewhere in the middle because there would always be someone who didn't do a lot of work. And I'm like, motherfucker, if you think I'm about to be doing all the work and you're about to get this passing grade, A, if that's the case, I'll, I'm the bitch. I would have told a teacher on you. I would, but I mean, I, but I would not do it in front of everybody. I'll do it in secret. I'll like, snitch. After, after class, I'd be like, um, Miss Bynum, um, just so you know, um, Mitch, he only started like texting us back on like the last day. And, um, and like me and, um, Jacob, we did like all the work and Mitch didn't really do nothing for the end. Just like, just so you, just so you know. That'll be me. <laughs> I, I That's was not first, fair. I was the one, I was very, this, this, what I'm about to say may really shock you. 
I was very confrontational. So whenever, some, <laughs> so whenever someone didn't, I was very interested in like dragging it out in a public fashion in front of the other group members being like, we want to know why you not <laughs> pulling your weight, Mary. We all have oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. Now that so many years passed, can you please tell me the who was it, who it was on season eight? Who did what? Okay, so just for the for the for the podcast listeners, so back in the day when Baba just when after season eight was announced and was premiered, they did this like tour, like they went to like different cities on this tour, mm-hmm. and then when they got to San Francisco, oh God, we, we were the last wanted, city, we were the last season to do a promo tour. Yeah. yeah, and when they got to San Francisco, they wanted the girls to drive down from San Francisco to LA in drag on the bus, and Bob drag. was like, "Hell no, we won't go." So you know, again, this may shock you, but Bob is not a confrontational person. So this was when he told me, I was like, "This is crazy. This doesn't even sound like you." But Bob was go to the go to the promoters and be like. We're not doing this. Like, none of the girls want to do it. But Bob was the only one speaking up. And none of the other girls were. Um, were. But you, you, would, you would not tell me who it was. So what happened was I drafted an email and sent it to all the girls. <laughs> and I said, listen, we're oh all. Oh, my God. You are a black Karen. You are an Agatha. I said, we're all going to send this email because they were nervous. Because all the girls were like, we don't want to do it. And I was like, I know you don't want to do it. But they were afraid to speak up. And I said, well, if all of us. I'm, no, this is not black Karen, bitch. This is fucking. This is civil rights. Shit, girl. Uh, this is union. I was unionizing these hoes. So I was like, if we all send email at the exact Bob same is time. is the Sojourner Truth of our time. <laughs> I said, if we all send email at the same time, then they can't get mad. It'll be all of us. And all of us agreed to send the email. <laughs> Sorry, my earbud fell out of my ear. If all of us oh, agreed, if all of us agreed to send the email at the same time, then who can get mad at? But there were two right. girls who didn't want to send the email. Um, who? I'll, tell I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So we got. It. So we, we all sent the email. Except these two girls. I'll tell you who. We we all sent the email, and um and then we then I also called a meeting. I said we would like to meet you in the lobby twenty minutes before we're supposed to leave. We want to talk about this. <laughs> so we got down there, and the only girl who was speaking up with me, only two girls, were Acid Betty and um Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Cynthia Lee Fontaine was like, "No, baby, I don't want to do this." And Betty was like, "Absolutely not." And everyone else was sitting there all quiet. And then the bus over. It's so funny because I had this big afro on. I was dressed like Angela Davis. I was wearing this red <laughs> leather look with this big afro, and I was like, "We need to stand up for ourselves." But then Derek Barry was like, "Really, Derek? There were who two is girls. Who Derek?" Derek was like, I think it's fun. Honestly, I'll, because when we were all saying no, Derek goes, I'll do it. I'll get dressed as pretty. They can all be my backup dancers. And I said, well, <laughs> I said, have you Googled how long the drive from, um, from San Francisco to Los Angeles is? And they want us to do it on uh-huh. a bus. Like, we're, we're going to be hunched over. It's going to be horrible. And then the other girl was Chi Chi. Chi Chi Devane, rest in peace, didn't really? want to do it. Chi Chi said, go. I ain't eliminate me yet. I ain't about to get him no reason to eliminate me, girl. <laughs> so those were the two. All right, we, we should take a break. <laughs> Full tea. Going back to work like so regularly, doing the um, death drop on the West End, it had me all the way together. I forgot what it was like wearing heels for a long time. I forgot what it was like wearing a corset for eight hours on two show days. It was crazy. And after a long day of doing the show, Having a little CBD really helps the pain and soreness from all of those hours of tedious drag. That is why I love Caliper. Everyone deserves a simple way to feel better, and they provide just that. Unlike CBD oils, Caliper CBD powder is completely tasteless and mixes easily in food and drink. No weird taste, no oily residue, or that dirty, weird, gross mouthfeel. Ugh. Each packet of Caliper has precisely 20 milligrams of CBD in it, so you always know exactly how much you're getting. Caliper is a CBD product that's clinically proven to be superior to standard CBD oils. It's clinically proven that you absorb 450% more CBD with Caliper CBD powder compared to those other tinctures. And Caliper gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 15 minutes, about twice as fast as all CBD 
oils. Caliper CBD comes in affordable 10 and 30 count packs. You can get started for just under $20, y'all. Individual packets give you the benefits of CBD wherever you go. Easy traveling packets help you release stress, release pain and soreness and make you sleep easier. And wherever you go, you know you got your CBD because you got these little packets that can go anywhere. Unlike some other products out there, Caliper is completely THC free. All the goodness of CBD with no high. I repeat, all the goodness of CBD with no high. All natural, non-GMO ingredients, no fillers, added chemicals, or any artificial flavors. Get 20% off your first order when you use promo code RIVALRY at tricaliper.com rivalry. You can try Caliper CBD risk-free for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund, or as I say, a Monet exchange. That's tricaliper.com rivalry. Don't forget, promo code RIVALRY for 20% off your first order. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Dang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Dang, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M-U-S-I-C-P-L-U-S-T-A-L-K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. Um, I'm very shocked. Oh, wait, no, oh, really quick, I want to say, of course, Acid. Bitch, we were on Work the World, and they... Didn't, they didn't do something. I feel it was something very small. Though it was like we had requested. I think like uh, um, the runner, the runner for the venue was supposed to get hairspray. I think. And the other thing the, the runner is, the runner is one person whose job it is to literally just go get you stuff. It's like one person yeah. left there. That's their main job is to leave the theater because we can't leave the theater because we're in half drag. We're naked. Yeah. We're rehearsing, getting dresses. Afraid. Yeah, naked and afraid. Uh, <laughs> um, and, the, and they didn't get the hairspray for whatever reason or, 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 or they got the wrong hairspray. Bitch, Acid was about to start she was literally about to start a civil rights movement about this fucking hairspray. <laughs> she was rallying of all of the girls. We were going to walk away. I was like, Acid, it is just hairspray. I said, we will get through this. We it will is not be moved. <laughs> That's the hair. With the hairspray, the hair won't be moved because you got hairspray in it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Bob, today we're talking about fame. The fame Oh, my monster. God. You re- I had a perfect uh, segue. You ready? Hold on. Go back. Let's, let's, let's act like... Um, don't actually go back and edit it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gonna, we will not be. Like, I say, honestly, that's how I, when I like when I was on that bus. And I was like trying to stand up for our stuff. I felt like going into drag race was like my venture, my true venture into fame, and like being a famous yes. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. That was. <laughs> that was good. It was. That was good. That that brought you into the spotlight. Did Where's you my- think? Did you think? That this would that this was gonna be how you got to fame? What did you think was gonna happen another way? I mean, depending on what time in my life you ask me. I mean, if you asked me 2010, I'd say, yeah, that makes sense. If you asked me 2004, I'd be like, absolutely not. I always thought I'd be uh out of drag stand-up comedian. That's what I thought. Or or um, Got it. Or some sort of like a a lesser known Broadway actor who does like straight plays. So you were prepared to do the which a lot of um, comedian actors do is they do the the same comedy thing, then they end up going to like the Upright Citizens Brigade or the Gotham, whatever. Well, Upright Citizens okay, like, Brigade things. Pa- Upright Citizens Brigade is for improv actors. So this people end up on SNL, people like people right. at Matt TV, and Gotham is for stand up comedy. This people like John Mulaney, Chris Rock. Uh, so if you're a stand up comedian, you'd go to uh, Gotham, and if you are uh, improv an improv actor, you'd end up at Upright Citizen Brigade. Well, no, because somebody like Kristen Wiig did comedy, did stand up before she went to Upright, and she just did it. 
I mean, there there's crossover. There there are. That's what I'm saying. So I, I was saying like, which but Kristen Wiig was, was Kristen the... Wiig was really big in the improv world, like in the comedic act. Uh-huh. Brigade is not just improv. They also do like they have like uh, they write plays. They're the 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 companies there write plays and, and put them on. Uh, so there's there's a lot going on at Upright Citizens. I'm saying so, so the trajectory. Were you prepared to do one of those things and just do that realm? Were you do, or yeah? I, mean, I remember going to, go to, to the Upright Citizens Brigade and. Because there's a long, there's a long line because the shows are, there's like one show a week is free. It's completely free. You just go and the show's free. And it's really hard to get into because it's free. I remember going and seeing like friends from college who I don't even talk to anymore. But like this girl from college was there. I think her name was April. I can't remember. Anyway, um, she was like, come meet me there. So I came to meet her. But I was like, hey, they were in line. And then she was like, oh, you can't. Um, you can't join us. Just cut the line. She's like, she's like, oh, it's good to see you. you. Can't you can't join us though? You have to go back there. And that's the ca- the shot where the where the camera pans out and the line is all the way to <laughs> fucking New Jersey. And I was like, oh. And then so all my college, but they also didn't tell me when to get there. They I didn't know about this whole get there early thing. So I was waiting at the Got very back it. of the line by myself, dejected, trying to get into a fucking upright sitting brigade that I barely in drag. And that was in, in my drag. mind. I don't think it was in, in my in my in mind. You're in full drag with long nails. You also have the highest heels you've ever owned. Well, I need to buy them. Praying for everybody <laughs> in line. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's what I thought my um, path would be. Here's a question for you: Are you famous? It's I don't weird, think right? I'm famous. I don't think I'm famous. I know I am. Famous to some. I mean, let's look up the definition. Your favorite pastime. <laughs> I think. I think by definition we are famous. Wait, think of making a face. Wait, 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 face. We have done had this exact conversation. What we're having it again. All right. I mean, the question. I mean, we're talking about fame. This is the, the topic. So my question is, in, in my in my opinion, I've I've thought about this a lot. I've really thought about this a lot. I think we're famous. I think we're famous. I think we're famous too. It, it feels weird to say it. It feels like some like self proclamation, like "Oh, we're famous, honey," but we are. I mean, we are famous. Yeah, we are. I don't think we're. I don't. One I don't us, think that we're able. One of us more so than the other. That is true. I agree with you. That is very true. <laughs> um, do, do you think? Okay, what tier? All right, calm down, Juanita. If 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 what what tier are we? There there is famously. Kathy Griffin had a show called oh, D-List. Oh, the, the D-List. My Life on the D-List. So my so question good. is... The, the, my Life on the D-List was such a great fucking show. Oh my God, it was so good. Do you remember when she got kicked out of the Apollo Theater? Yes. For saying pussy? Every- For saying that someone's <laughs> mouth like a pussy? <laughs> um, um, what, but wait, I think what's we're your like, we? Bitch, we're like... The, wait, wait, we have, to, like def- we have to define who is an A-list celebrity? Who is? Beyonce. Beyonce. Obama's. Uh, lots of... Oh, oh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You think AOC is an A-list celebrity? Absolutely. I think she's a B-list. I think if, if Beyonce is A-list, I think AOC is B-list. I disagree. I judge I judge that nowadays, not just like your, like what you've got, like, you know, like obviously Beyonce is Beyonce because Beyonce has Grammys and I think she may have been, she does have an Emmy for her dream girls. I don't know. Beyonce has lots of accolades and like critical acclaim for her stuff. That's one thing. But nowadays also, I look at social media engagement with, along with like how that interacts with the thing. Like AOC posts something on Twitter and immediately, I mean, it has upwards of 500,000 likes sometimes and just like a single post. I which think is in terms of her contemporaries, like uh, other politicians, I think there are a, a large, I, I think in terms of the politicians who are A-list politicians, I would say the Obamas, the Trumps, the Clintons, um, Warren, Sanders, um, Pelosi, those are like A-list yeah. politicians. Bernie. Yeah. And I think that AOC is, I mean, she's very fucking famous. I mean, she's very famous. That's like undeniable. You know what I mean? She has yeah. eight, she has 8 million Instagram followers. And let's see. Senator, she has 10.9 Twitter followers. Senator Bernie Sanders has, oh, Senator Sanders only has 6 million? That is crazy. The AOC is the bitch. She, she did a video the other day explaining the the um the COVID vaccine because there are so many you know misconceptions about it, and it was like so good. And anyway, we I've I've fucking talked about AOC and, and nauseum on this podcast. She's great. Um, 
Beyonce. So, okay, so, so they're, they're A-list. All right. Gaga. Who, who is, who are celebrities that are in our reign? Not Drag Race Girls. Not mention Drag Race Who are celebrities that are just as famous as us? I would say people like um, Alex Newell. I would say right. um, Karamo. I would say. No. No. You think Karamo's more famous I than think us? Karamo. Absolutely. But also, what what is that based on, though? His engagement, um, with what the things that he's done. Karamo is on. I know Drag Race is worldwide, but also uh, we're I'm literally about to call it we're queer. Um, queer eye is also super far reaching. Oh wait, and um, I think that Queer Eye is a huge show on also, Netflix. All also, over the world. Everyone, sorry for looking at my phone a lot. I'm just trying to like. Uh, oh, what, what we can do, what, what we can do, guys, we can like screen record our phones and we can put that footage in on the screen. I think which which would be cool, honestly. Okay, you want you want to do that? Do you do you know do you know how to screen record, Bob? Yes, I mean, but I'm also okay. Using my that iPad, wasn't, that wasn't a dig. I'm just asking. Some people don't know, baby. I'm just asking, honey. Okay, let me hope my yeah. You just drag down from the corner. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Karama, let's see how Karama. Karama has 2.9 million followers. But also, Karama gets very big engagement. And, and, and Karama's past three pictures, one has 235,000 likes. The next one has 154,000 likes. The, the, the views on the next video after that has 456,000 views. So Karama gets very big engagement from his stuff. And he's also on a huge fucking TV show. Okay, maybe I don't know how to screen record. Listen, don't you drag <laughs> down from the top right corner? <laughs> I've done it in the past. You drag down from the top right corner, right? Oh, never mind. I got it. Boom. It's done. My, it was, I was having a nails problem while you're talking. Okay, past the bottom. I was having a nail problem. But yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, so Cremo definitely gets hired. But there's also drag race girls who get higher engagement than us, and I think that we're similar to Oh, that, yeah, that's that. That's true. That's true. Who else? Also, oh, Karamo, Alex. You know, so, so can we agree I mean, that Karamo I, is a little think, bit more famous than us? Yeah, Karamo's a little more famous. But I also think that we have higher engagement than Alex Newell. But then also, like, the Tonys and, I mean, the, the, the Tonys, sorry, the Broadway credit. And also being yeah. on two seasons of a network television show. True. Like, that's a thing. Okay, who else? Well, I'm curious to think who else because I really, I really can't think. Well, I don't know who else would be in our like Miley Cyrus. No, Monet, Miley Cyrus is way <laughs> more. Kidding, famous. I'm oh, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, bitch, girl, not even close. Bitch, Hannah Mon- Mon fucking Tana. Also, Miley Cyrus's newest, latest project is so fucking good. Miley Cyrus has such a great instrument, a great voice, and she's like channeling this like '80s thing. It is, it's so good. Work, Miley. Yeah, Miley is amazing. I mean, so, okay, so that being said, what level celebrity are we? <laughs> I we're definitely D list, or I, I think that we're D list. I, I think that we're DC. We're no, we're definitely not C. We're like D plus list. You know, I'll take that. I think we are D plus list celebrities. Um, <laughs> what? Why <are> you laughing? <laughs> Why <are> you laughing? <laughs> It's just so funny. It's like, yeah, fame is such a weird thing. Um, I mean, I, you and I, I can, I, I, okay, I mean, okay, here's someone, I think, yeah, Mitch is asking a question. Okay, so Mitch is asking, in, in terms of gay celebrities, where do we rank? I think that we're definitely gamers, and I think we're like B-list gay, gamers. Gay, I mean, B, if, well, B-A. I would say C-list gay. If you if, if the top gay celebrities are Ellen DeGeneres, uh, uh, who's the 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 British guy? Sir Sir Sir, Sir Ian McKellen. No, Brit- Ian, yeah, Ian, Ian McKellen, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, RuPaul, Andre Charles, um, <laughs> Billy, Bitch, I, Billy we're Porter. B, we're we're B minus. Yeah, gay people. I feel we're B. We're B gay. We're B less we gay. gay. We be gay. We be gay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I can I I think we do rank high. I would say at the top of if we are D list, I think the very top of the D list celebrities, in my opinion, is probably like um, Trixie Mattel. Ellen, Ellen is the biggest. No, oh, oh yeah, oh, like, you mean like Drag Race? The, the top, no, the top of D list celebrities for us, for people like our colleagues, I would say Trixie Mattel, Todrick Hall, um, 
Uh, you see, I would put I would play Trixie and Todrick outside of it. I feel like Trixie and Todrick are definitely C list. Yeah, and what, then what about James? Where's James Charles? James Charles. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I Where's Jeffrey Star? I, mean, I, I think if Jeffrey Star is Jeffrey Star is a C-list celebrity, and I don't think that no, James Charles is way more famous than Jeffrey Star now. I think James. I think James Charles is a C-list celebrity too. Yeah. Maybe maybe B minus. I mean, anyway, this is a, a, a weird tier system. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, James Charles <laughs> is a very famous person, but he's not an A list yeah. celebrity. This is true. This is true. You're right. So you so so, so yeah. So I think celebrity involves accolades as well as reach, right? Yeah, I would say so. Accolades, reach, accomplishments. I mean, in, in theory, famous is just how well people know you. Here's a question: How famous do you want Wait, to be? Talk. You want to keep on talking? I gotta get my I, I, I gotta get my charge, girl. Not that big old brown round popping around town. We're gonna take we're gonna take a break here. All right, listen. While, while when they grab the charge, we're gonna take a little break. Ah! Don't be no breaking on me. Well, now we take a break. No, now we're taking a break. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Seasonal depression is a whole thing and it can really affect your productivity and the way you interact with people, your relationships. Now, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line, it's not a self-help, it is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broader range of expertise which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's actually more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Now, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials, which are posted daily. You can go to betterhelp.com slash rivalry. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. There's a special offer for a sibling rivalry listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash rivalry. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash rivalry. Okay, so really quick, can I said can I talk about something really quick? I off the record. So no, I'm not off. Oh, we can talk about on the record. We're back, got it. Um, the fans get like when you and I talk. When, when you have now told the fans that I'm abusive to my cats, and now literally all the comments are like Monet, you are. Da, 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 da. I and was Bobby just reporting Bobby, what I was seeing. Bobby, no one he'd be doing. He say shit like that. Anyway, but today she. So I have my RuPaul, my uh, Marquette from losing season ten, the like in my head. bathroom. In my Twitter head, but it's called. It's also called a Marquette. Um, I put it in my bathroom because I heard that putting like your accolades, I guess it is an accolade, in your bathroom was a sign of like humble, hum, humility. Um, anyway, Colleen climbed on the counter in the bathroom and pushed it off the thing. And RuPaul's fucking arm snapped off and it's right here in my hand. Win! The best Colleen is such a monster. I'm I'm missing fingers now. It is too much. RuPaul throwing up gang signs and shit. That is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what it do? It's your boy RuPaul coming at you once again from World of Wonder Studios. Um, So speaking of James Charles and those kind of celebrities, do you feel like, because I feel like people are constantly coming for them and trying to make that, like like they want to see them fail. Do you feel like like people are, are, are like that for you? Um, no, to be honest, no. I don't think there's a lot of people there who want to see me fail. I feel like people who want to see James Charles fail are people who are on, like, on this, like, in close levels to him. People like, like, Tati and, um, Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson, who are all, like, in that same tier of internet celebrities. And it's, I don't, listen, I didn't follow it super close, but it seemed like they were just jealous of... James Russell. Oh, uh, Zach is eating burritos in the in the. Um, we got Taco Bell. We got Taco Bell. Bell. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. Um, do they have a grilled cheese burrito? I think so. Yeah. Oh my they, god. Yeah. My name. Mind your business, bitch. Mind your little weight loss business. Okay. 
I'm on a fatness journey. Um, but I think that like it seemed like there was some sense of jealousy from the people who saw James Charles rising and were like, we we can't have this. Also, I don't know. I was not there. I was not in Jeffree Star's head. But I know from the people on the internet, what they were saying, there was but I don't have people trying to are people trying are people trying to take you down? I don't think so. I mean, I do feel like there is this thing with famous people and like celebrities that like, people love to cancel, like because cancel culture is such like sorry to say, but like in vogue now. So like people like love to try to cancel people. That's so, what so I feel like. And seeing like I, I honestly feel some people get off by seeing celebrities get canceled. They're like, good. Well, that person was, was like doing all this. I stuff. have a theory good about them. It. I have a theory about it. So let's talk about R. Kelly, right? Uh huh. I think a reason why people want to see R. Kelly get canceled is because when R. Kelly is, when his image is besmirched, when it is like blemished, you know what I mean? When there's, when there's, sorry, when there's a blemish on his public image, anything in your life that is tied to R. Kelly also has a blemish on it. So if you dance to step in the name of love at your wedding, you had a groomer and a pedophile singing the song that everyone danced to at your wedding. And there's a sense of anger and like, I have to get something back because he took something from me. I mean, this is just a theory that I have. So I feel like sometimes if people really supported James Charles and loved James Charles and thought he was great, and then they found that James Charles was like grooming straight guys, which is by the way, not a thing. Just so we're clear, the whole grooming straight guys being, that's not a thing, all right? Um, then they're like, every time I bought his makeup palette, then I contribute to that. So they want to see someone go down for that reason. That's my theory. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, think about um, when, how you felt when you when you danced to Michael Jackson when you were young, and then you heard that Michael Jackson. You mean R. Kelly? Michael Jackson. I'm switching to Michael Jackson now. How you if you danced to Michael Jackson when you were young, and then you heard things that were less than savory about Michael Jackson. All those memories you have, Bill Cosby. Watching fucking uh, Fat Albert. I or, see, I don't know. I don't have any of those things. You didn't listen to Michael Jackson growing up? No. I was born in 1990. I was like, I was listening to fucking. I, I bitch. I, it, it, did he sing the fucking Barney theme song? I love you. You love I me. I mean, do you realize That's that Michael was Jackson was huge in the 90s? You remember Michael Jackson? Yeah, saying, but I was young. I was young. It wasn't something that I was listening to as I mean, a 90s. I'm not like, 50, Monet. Let's just get that out of the out of the way. I'm not 50 years but, old. But Bob, that three years is different. So four so, years uh, and like. The, Four exactly four years. <laughs> that four years is, is is very listening to very different things in those four years. I just remember Michael Jackson saying, but that, da, 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 but that, da, but that, da, da, da. You don't remember that at all. I could I could even tell you what song that is. Mitch, what you is remember that, that, don't you, Mitch? Oh, that was huge. It was remember the time. Michael Jackson saying, remember. Now, now let me tell you. Now, if like people like, and, and I've said it. I, I was very obsessed with like white fucking pop stars. I love Christina Aguilar. I love Britney Spears. If you I heard love Michael Jackson. Them, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> if I heard something about them, like maybe that would tarnish like childhood memories for me. But no, no one, no one who has been convicted or or, or proven that they did anything wrong. Like I, we kind of listened to R. Kelly in my house, but like not really. So I don't really feel. We loved R. Kelly in my house. I mean, we really yeah. Listen to my brother. Did. Let me say. Let me say that my my brother did. But again, we were in like a. I was just too young. It wasn't like my thing yet. I sang. I believe I can fly at my school's talent show. I sang. Believe I can fly too. Yeah, that's an R. Kelly song. He wrote that one. Wait, you sang? You you like you sang like a solo? Yes, bitch. No, you did not. You're lying. You're lying. You're fucking lying. Yes, wow. I did. You're honey. a liar. I believe I can fly. Not- I believe I can touch the sky. <laughs> Okay. I believe that you wasn't hitting them fucking notes. That's what I believe. Well, I nailed it, first of all. Um, <laughs> Why you over there talking, honey? I, I also, when I, when I was in uh, elementary school in, in Mississippi, um, the the guy who played the kid from Forrest Gump, young Forrest Gump, went to my school. I've never seen Forrest Gump. What? Okay, we got to move on. Listen, here's a question. <laughs> How famous do you want to be? Like, do you want to be Beyonce famous? I mean, yeah, I would love to be Beyonce famous. You really want that? But that comes with so much. Like, I was so someone that we Bob and I both know and work with works works with Beyonce periodically, 
and they worked with them during the pandemic and just saying like Who? tailored all of the all of her Adidas Ivy Park stuff. So t- so like not just they that, like, t- like, a- like he tailors all of like she'll they just buy clothes and they all have to be tailored. She does not wear stuff off the rack. Um, so t- so Beyonce they fucking picked they fucking picked this person up in like a huge Mercedes, not like a truck, not a bus, a Mercedes van. I mean not 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 a, not a, not a bus. I mean, not a van, a, not a car, a bus, like a minibus. They brought you all the way out to the Hamptons. When you get to the Hamptons, this huge estate, they put you in one garage where they check you for your temperature and for COVID there. They take you to another garage to check you a second time. Then a third garage. This is a third garage on a fucking estate. Then they let you in to see the queen. And then uh, it, it's just like, like the fact that like, but he also, she, so she has three assistants and like, they're all running around. Like if that, like, I just, I just can't imagine. Like, there are, like, literally nine people working just for the fitting. Just for her to fit some clothes. Like, that's crazy. I mean, imagine what a tour is like. That's literally our... That's more people than we have on our tour. <laughs> that includes right. the dancers, the <laughs> DJs, the merch people, the fucking promoter, <laughs> us. <laughs> that is insane. But you want that? I would. I really would. That, that I don't sounds think, so fancy. To be honest, I don't think I want to be any more famous than James Charles is right now. Any more than that would be too much. It'd be too much. Really? Why do you think it's too much? I mean, the idea of, like, do you remember when you and I were leaving Hello Dolly because I bought the wrong tickets? And then we were trying to rush to the car, but we kept getting stopped. We got stopped like two or three times and went to the car. Yeah. And at one point, you just acted like you weren't you because it was too much. But that's everywhere. What I love about being gay famous is if we have a show, we can sell thousands of tickets in one theater or one venue. And then if we go one block over, people will be like, can I help you? <laughs> but all the people, like, it, it's like it's like DragCon. It, the further you get from DragCon, the more your self-esteem just goes down and down and down. And then DragCon, you can't even walk. It's insane. Ah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. And that is and that is Beyonce and Lady Gaga everywhere. and Rihanna. That's them all the time, everywhere they go. That does not that doesn't sound good to me. Yeah, now you say that, I'm like, yeah, that sounds crazy. Like, like what is it about fame that's so appealing to you? Um, not just fame. I just feel like it's it's not fame that's appealing to me. It's uh it's the and, I, and again, I don't like to hear it all the time, but seeing, like, getting, like, going through your DMs and people saying, like, you really don't understand, like, you doing that fake out split, like, that literally, like, changed me. Like, that changed my life. I'm like, that's so crazy that me doing a dance move can impact someone's whole life that way. To me, well, that is it crazy? I mean, and, and I like, do you imagine like how much feeling. this changed people's lives? And if you're, if you're not, um, if you don't subscribe to our Patreon, you don't know what it is I'm doing right now, but it is one of the <laughs> biggest dance moves of the last 20 years for sure. Whoa! I'm going to give you all that hint. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this is massive. Like, if you, there is nowhere in the world you can't do this and people won't know what you're doing. Everyone knows this. I, I, think, I think we're aging out of it a little bit. I feel like if you did that to like a Gen Zer, they would, they maybe would possibly probably know, but most, but maybe they won't. I'll ask my nephew Whereas, and my niece. By the way, my niece just, uh, follow me on TikTok and I follow her. So now I'm following this random, not random, she's my niece, but like for everyone else, this random 11 year old girl. <laughs> so I'll be scrolling through my page and then my niece pops up and she's 11 and she's like, I bet you, I, I bet you she fucking TikToking better than you. Pro- she probably does. Okay, my also then she then she showed her friend by TikTok and then her friend was like, Can you tell your uncle to follow me? <laughs> and I was like, I'm not following your friend. I'm not I'm not about to have a bunch here's of fucking the, 10 and 11 year olds on my page. Here's here's the thing about fame. Don't you like do you get private? Do you get like like really guarded about your social media? Like, for example, when someone, some fucking random ass person is like, can you follow me too? And like they wait to see if you follow them, if they follow you back. I feel like well, that's a thing of fame. Well, there's two things. I mean, I, I don't put my social media on my on my grinder or my hookup stuff because people, I mean, it's my face. People know who I am. Like that's off bat. People already know who I am. If they know. If you know, you know. One of those things, right? But uh, but when you're at a party with someone and they don't know who you are and you you they ask your Instagram, you bring it up, they're like, what why why do you have over a million Instagram followers. And then I'm like, oh, you don't know me and I have to explain my, like, I remember being on the street corner, this guy came up to me and was like, oh my God, Bob. 
I love you. Can I have a picture? I was like, sure. I took a picture and then the per- then they walked away and the person next to me was like, should I know you? And I was like, no. <laughs> I hate that. No, oh, I hate that. Oh, when you were somewhere and like people like, and then someone recognized you and, and, and they take a picture and then, and then like more people come and do it. Then you always, without a shadow of a doubt, for me, it's always like a middle age or older, like 52 year old white dude with white hair coming up for a picture to him. Like, man, I don't know. I don't know who you are, but I guess we should take a picture. And I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? And they're like, who Carl? are you? And I'm like, nigga, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> or this thing, my, Fucking family. Well, my aunt particularly, she loves to do this. I will go out and we, for Jacob Spickle, prime example. We're at Jacob Spickle and we're sitting on there. And then like the waiter is trying to play cool. And they're like, oh my God, Monet, I love you, whatever. And she always goes, take a picture, take a picture. And I'm like, he didn't say he wants a picture. Oh, that's he probably so doesn't want a fucking annoying. picture. There's it, nothing worse it's than so these, annoying. When you're with someone like, do you want a picture? Get a picture. <laughs> Just cozy up. <laughs> Grab a spoonful of the spaghetti. <laughs> I'm like, why are they always fucking doing this? Okay, so my, my uncle Steve, um, like this <laughs> uncle Steve told this this lady that he knows who has like a southern ice cream company. It's like some southern ice cream company, right? And uh-huh. then he passed her her information, my information. You know me, I I don't I don't give out anyone's phone number without asking them first. You don't, you don't. This is true. Uncle Steve does not follow that policy. So I <laughs> I get a random text from this lady being like I want you to invest in my ice cream company. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, what? She goes, I would like for you to invest in my ice cream company. I have a, I mean, first of all, I was like, this, this, honestly, this all sounds great. Like the, the concept is like a Southern, it's a, it's owned by like a, a black woman in the South. Y'all should go check. If I figure out the name, I'll, I'll tell y'all to go check it out. It's, it did you play like pecan pie ice cream and you know, all that sweet potato pie ice cream. Um, but I was like, not you just calling me out of the blue being like, give me money for my <laughs> ice cream business. And, and, and then when I was like, I don't, when I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know that, that, that this is the, the, the time for me to be investing in businesses. She was like, all right, can you put me in contact with RuPaul? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye nigga. Tell, give me RuPaul number. Bob, <laughs> uh, invest in that woman's company. And then don't RuPaul would have said no. She'd be like, all right, RuPaul, thank you. Fuck you, nigga. Give me Ellen number. I want Ellen's number right now. She's going to get to the <laughs> Obamas. Like, no. if, it's, if it's the last, she's going to get to the Obamas. Say, I literally about to say, but Ellen going to finish your, all right, bitch, bye. Um, you, you got you got um, Barack number? <laughs> Text me his number. Honestly, the like, go off. <laughs> honestly, for real. You know what? That's another thing about, like, so, you know, they're like, have you ever, ever wanted to work with another celebrity and you and you have other people people in your life just be like, oh, yeah, just, just, just send them a message. I'm like, yeah, just because I am have a blue check and they have a blue check in their family doesn't mean they're going to answer and read or want to do whatever I'm asking. Money, like, celebrities whose numbers I have, I'd be scared to text and call them. Exactly. And people don't get that. And particularly uh, a, a friend of that we both have uh, for, they love to be like, well, just text them and ask them. I'm like, what do you mean? Who's, That's not how that who works. said that? Say their name. Say Jay their for name. exchange rate. Jay for exchange rate. We, we like want to get someone. And like their PRs, aunts, and whatever. And Jay's like, well, just send them a DM. I'm like, that's not how it works. They don't, like, yeah. they're just not gonna be like, okay, girl, I'm coming. That's not how that works. Who is the most famous number you have in your phone? The most famous number? Yeah. Who is the most famous um, contact in your cell phone? Probably Leslie Jones. Work. That's fierce. Who, what about you? Who do you have? I, th- I think yours is Whoopi. Whoopi is the most famous phone number I have for sure. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, wait. No, Oprah. Oprah. I forgot Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Monet, shut the... Bitch, you... Under literally no circumstances. Monet, look at me. Look at me. Look up at me. Literally, there's not a chance in hell... I'm going to show you. ...that you have Oprah's phone number. And and, and I'm going to call her (laughs) on three years. You do not have Oprah's number. Do you know what time it is in Santa Barbara? What time is it? It's nine o'clock. She's not sleeping. Money, you do not have. When, when did you meet Oprah? Money, you just put. You just typed. You just typed Oprah into your phone. Money, you just typed that into your phone. I did not. Are you, do you want me to call it or not? Are you, are you nervous? Yes. Now you scared. Not, I'm not nervous. Call scared. Oprah. We can drive down to Santa Barbara right. right now. Money, this is so stupid. I cannot. <laughs> Oh, she's busy. She's on the phone. <laughs> you are so... She's on the phone. 
right, let me let try it one more time. Oh my god, she's on the phone! Woo! <laughs> they shut the fuck up. You're so stupid. Hello? Oprah? Oprah? It's. Mo okay, I okay, this is awkward. Yes, you are, girl. <laughs> you are such an idiot. I can't even deal with you right now. No, but but I mean, and, and I, I I honestly, even though every time I've ever texted Whoopi Goldberg, she's responded and been very nice. I'm always nervous to do it every single time. Every yeah. single time. I'm also, um, do you know who has a lot of famous friends and they will hit people up, not give a, Todrick. Todrick uh, oh. has all the, and Todrick will, Todrick does not give a, a fuck and I love it. There's a video of Todrick Hall shoving a phone in Taylor Swift's face being like, do my, do my voicemail. <laughs> do, do my voicemail, bitch. Do my voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> and then a camera film, a camera filming him while he while he records her and like hey, this is gonna be content. <laughs> when did when did you when was the time you felt the most famous? In Brazil, Monet. There is nowhere Brazil. on God's green earth you will feel more famous than in Brazil. I've heard that from a lot of girls. It is, I mean, like New Yorkers, like Americans are like, what? And and Australians and 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 Europeans and uh, are kind of like it's Canadians. It's great to see you, but yeah. Brazilians, it's you're you're. It's, it's kind of like y'all know it's just me, right? <laughs> like it's just me. I've like, never. It's, it's just I've never been to South America. I don't know. What it's wild. Like Brazil is bananas. It's so insane. That's the most famous I've but ever I, mean, I crowd dive. It wasn't my first time crowd diving. I I, I crowd surfed maybe two or three times in my life. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a wild experience. Brazil is a crazy experience. There's been a lot of experiences and gigs where it's like a really nice hotel and they literally like treat you like a five star fucking like a Fabergé egg. They're like getting all your food and like, but I, and and now I'm spacing on them. There have been so many great ones. But a place I felt super famous was Israel. To Israel, they were pretty, like, they, like, treated me really, really, really nice. Like, I was fucking Beyonce. I'm trying to think of whenever I got treated the most, like, a goddamn... I mean, honestly, whenever Viacom does anything, they will send you a, a Suburban to pick you up at your house. This is true. I don't care if, if you were just going there for a meeting. They will send you a Suburban to pick you up yeah. every single time. So that's one of the things I really like about working with Viacom. I will say I did a Netflix show and they had me riding in a fucking 15 passenger van with everybody. I was in there with the fucking PAs. <laughs> I was with the crew. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I did this. And not only that, sorry. I, and last thing I'll say, sorry. And, and I had to go to like 86th Street to catch the bus. So it, the bus didn't come right out. I had to go down to 86th Street to get on this fucking 15 passenger van with all my luggage it was, and so I just started taking an Uber. I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to Uber all the way to fucking yeah. Westchester. And I was like, now I'm taking a $90 Uber to Westchester <laughs> <laughs> to and from. I'm spending 180 bucks just to get to and from work because I couldn't, it was the Was same. this before Drag Race? This was, this was on Tales of the City. Oh, got it. Um, uh, Oh, I did. I just did a gig for Netflix, and I mean, it's in a car. Well, I will say Netflix has very nice facilities. Like their fucking office space, it was very cute. Well, to be fair, at the time, I did not have great representation. My, I didn't have a great Got agent, it. so I didn't have anyone being like, "Oh, and uh, my client needs a car." They were just like, "Girl, right. whatever you send, we're signing." And I was like, "Well, you're my, <laughs> you're my agent, so I'm, I'm just gonna." Trust oh, this. You on oh, this. I, I know exactly who it was. Ew, what a, what a terrible fucking horrible agent i'm not gonna drag this agent but i will say this they showed up to um angels in america to the to the to the like the first opening night party drunk, drunk. of course i of was course. like you know i was like every, everyone's like oh this is my agent and they're like hi i'm um steven spinell's agent i am a professional i get my client in lots of different movies um i he, he's been in uh big broadway things he has tonys and then i was like that's my agent like in the corner drunk as hell <laughs> I get, 
And then, and then he had he got severed from my manager who introduced me with him. So he was like, "We girl, I don't work with him anymore." Girl. And then he was so then he would text me and be like, "Can you just send me my payments on Venmo?" So I so me literally I was texting this nigga payments on Venmo. Who pays their agent on Venmo? I was like, I need this to be a wrap. Like I cannot. Yes. And also on a gig that you did not get me a lot of money for. So on top of the fact that like I was getting barely any money from this gig because you did not advocate for me. And now I am right. sending you like literally like 40 bucks, $12. Yeah, that shit is too much. It's Girl, too much. It's too much. Wild. Anyway, so long story short, we are D plus celebrities. Should we, <laughs> should we, should we contact Bravo and be like, you should bring back the show. It'll be my life on the D plus list with Bob and Monet. I mean, I will say this. I did get, um, listed as one of the, uh, I, we're here was on the, one of the top 100 shows of 2020. Oh, work. Oh, that's fierce. Which is exciting. I mean, we were pretty high on the list, but we were still, we we're on the list still. And I, and I and I will say this: whenever there's a drag queen list, like top drag queens, I'm always in the top five, which feels nice. Same. I don't know if that's true. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so and, and HBO check out treats, the list. Check out the list and find out. And HBO treats me very nicely. I will say that HBO they treat us really nicely. <clears throat> Work. That's about the time that we um, bitch, we were at the the airport in um. Utah and Salt Lake City. You know this airport. It's shaped like a star. So like every yes. terminal, you have to leave one terminal, walk down the other yes. terminal. It's, wow. it's also one of the only airports with a Krispy Kreme. In case you're wondering, you need some little travel tips. There's a Krispy Kreme, I think, in uh, in E. Anyway, in Terminal E, I think. And also, and also Chick-fil-A. It's so... Oops. Anyway. Oh, there's also, if you go to Atlanta, Bojangles is in Terminal E. That is... Bitch. You need to know that. No, it's not Terminal It's Terminal T. Is Bojangles. Oh, that's right. You're right. T. You're right. T. Terminal I T don't know. Bojangles. You're not even from Atlanta. You're not from... Oh, it's, oh, oh, God. Sorry. I didn't mean to say that. You're not from Clayton County. Actually, sorry. We don't, we don't, we don't, well, we you don't, know, the airport actually is in Clayton County. Why are you talking? <laughs> but it's Terminal T is Bojangles. You're right. You're right. Terminal you're right. Yeah. yeah. Terminal T is Bojangles. Anyway, so I was... um. Wait, what was it saying? Oh yeah, so, so we're here. We, we we had landed in um Salt Lake, in City. Salt Lake City, and when we got there, uh, this happened to me one time and like only one time. But this, this someone met Shangela, uh, Mister, uh, and they called her. Uh, we're looking for Miss um, Miss Lewis. So it was like like Jennifer Lewis. It, it, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was a mix up or what. I can't to be okay. Let me be fair. I can't remember if they called her Miss Lewis or they said Mister Pierce. I can't remember. But they were like, we have a car to drive you to your next gate. So sometimes you go down and they'll they'll put you in like and it's always like a it's like a night it's like a Mercedes or or something really nice. They'll drive you on the tarmac to the next gate. And then we were all like me and the me and like the head of unscripted at HBO were like, oh, okay. So we just watched <laughs> Shangela. Like, and then we all just walked over to the gate, which was like a three-minute walk. Like, <laughs> like it was not a journey. And then Shangela got there, we were like, hey. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> now, one time I, I had a really close. I okay, really y'all close know Bob. Y'all know Bob made a scene. Y'all know this motherfucker very well. Bob probably did a whole stand-up routine about Shangela going from one terminal to the next in the car. It was probably a little, uh, uh, what you call it? A type 10, a type 5 of Bob <laughs> well, talking about well, I Shangela. I was just laughing because every, like the whole cast, like me, Eureka, uh, the head, the, like the head of Unscripted, like this uh, Nina, who's like a huge deal. Nina HBO. West. Not Nina West. Oh my God. And we were all like, oh, that was odd. And I would say the only time it happened one time overseas, uh, a, a guy met me. He's like, he's like, Mr. Caldwell, hurry. We're going to get you to your next gate. Thank you for being a Delta Diamond. And they drove us, drove me over one time. But sometimes I, that now that's something I've been wanting to do when I'm famous. I've been wanting to be a, cause you know, so the fucking terminal for, for, for Delta at JFK is literally, from beginning to end, Patty and I looked at the thing. It's 2.2 miles long. So one time we literally had to go from like the end, which is like gate like 49, all the way to gate 25, which is at the other end. So, and we saw one of those little fucking golf carts. So we get to the thing, we're like, hey, we have a really tight connection and we just would really like, because your car is going this way, can we hop on so we can ride to the end? He's like, nah, man. And I was like, well, I'm Delta Diamond. He's like, I don't give a fuck about no Delta Diamond, man. He did not say that. 
He's yes, Pat and I were gagged. This is a true story. And he was Southern for whatever reason. I'm like, what the fuck you doing in New York? Get the fuck out of here. Well, we we Southerners are in existed in New York. Ask Lady Bunny. <laughs> oh yeah, she's from you know Lady Bunny from Chattanooga, Tennessee. That seems so strange. Why is that strange? She has a thick because Southern she, accent. <laughs> she, no, eh, I want to say thick. Anyway, you were saying, go ahead. I mean, but she's thick. Um, <laughs> and, and then, and then, yeah. So then he would, he literally would not take us to the thing. So Pat and I had to walk. But to be fair, his car didn't say Delta. You, you know, so you know what? New Yorkers are fucking rude. I was at the fucking Rite Aid today, and I walk in, and I was like, "Hey, can you tell me where your like glasses are?" She did not. She was packing thing on the aisle. She did not look at. I was. This is me standing here. I'm like, "Hey, can you tell me where um the glasses are?" Bitch, she did not move her eyes one time. It's 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 over there in aisle nine. And I was like, this is so I always rude. say, if you want to experience the, the nastiest customer service, go to a Dwayne Reed. The closer you get to Midtown, the nastier their fucking attitudes. And the closer you get to Midnight, the nastier their attitudes. Getting off of a gig at Lucky Chang's or any of the Hell's Kitchen bars and going to a Dwayne Reed afterwards was like, yeah, it would have been nice to be a celebrity then. Um, that's all right. I'm saying. All right, we got we to yeah. wrap it up, Monita. Anyway, I love you so much. I love you too, Juanita. It was you, a pleasure meeting you. I hope we get to work some more. I love together. you too, little Bill. Do you think that um that next uh, <laughs> do you th- <laughs> do you think that like are we gonna what if we, oh here's a final question, Monet? What happens if one of us gets like way more famous than the other one? Um, I don't know, Bob. Monet, I think that, that. <laughs> like what happens if one of us be, what happens if one of us like. Beyonce's see here's the thing Beyonce and Kelly and Kelly is not quote as famous as Beyonce but I think that Kelly is a massive star oh 100% yeah so what, what happens if one of us Beyonce is the other one Kelly's I mean I think whoever I think uh, my, if it was if it's me I would bring you with me but knowing how jealous of me you are I don't think you would extend the same courtesy and that's fine you're right. I am incredible. I've always been jealous of you, um, and I'm glad that you, that you saw through that. You see right through me. How you gonna do that shit? And on that note, thank you all for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Podcast Network.